I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> Oh, right. Where was I? Coding? I don't get it. But I'm going to show you my last little magic tool, the Power Platform. It's low-code, no-code, you see? With this, I can create my apps all by myself. Like this chat box that automatically responds to children who complain about their gifts, even though I know they've been naughty. This doesn't make sense. It does to me, Mom. You're a smart kid. Why do you want to do this? I love it. You know that. Okay, but why this way? Because I want to take on the world's toughest hackers. And this is where it's done. So, what do you think? <laughs> we basically have the ability to, if we want to, all of us, renegotiate at any oh time. God, here we it go. just matters whether or not the employer is willing to come to the table. If they're not, if they're willing to lose you over it, that's fine. But when I talk about my job description and adding additional line items to that, Carl, you're right. You know, you can add the fact that I do the PM stuff. You can add the fact that I'm basically the product owner, that I do all of the QA, that I serve the role of two devs when there was supposed to be two devs originally, now there's only one dev, that's me. Uh, if I stop doing that, if I, you know, you could fire me, but then you'd actually have to fill all those roles. And what no, are the odds? Fire you. And I what are the, no, not, not, I don't mean you. I mean we the just, company. We just want we just want things vibing. I mean the yeah, company. We want to vibe. Well, I want it to vibe too. But if I'm getting no, emails constantly, well, I am vibing. I'm not starting the, any of these email threads. I'm not yeah. going after anybody. I'm yeah. just sitting here, uh, not doing what I should never have begun to done for other pe people is, is any, in the first place. Is anyone else getting getting Steve Job vibes right now? From, from Drew? Drew? Yeah. Like Just what? Does he have a turtleneck? Is that a turtleneck? But it looks, it almost It does be. have, a, it, actually it does. Yeah, I am yeah. getting Steve. Wow, right? you called it. I don't it. like this very yeah. much at all. So this like viewers, viewers um, Drew is impersonating Steve Jobs right now. I'm wearing He's not a, standing I'm wearing and a pacing. He probably. No, it looks black. It's a, is it's your shirt a like tucked in with your belt? No, it's not. I'm wearing basketball shorts. pants just like slightly out of style? Like maybe. These are basketball. These are Prodigy okay, from Target you know. basketball shorts. Okay, now I'm getting LeBron James. Well, that I'll take basketball? that. Do you play basketball? I well, you know, uh, intramural. I'm mad at you guys. Are you really? Yeah, only in in the capacity that you serve as tools of the man. Well, I mean, that's that's our nature right now. We do all the things you do. But we just vibe. Mm -hmm. No, we got better vibes. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. The, I, the vibe check is off lately, Drew. Listen, if people have off. a problem with uh, <laughs> with me, if they if they're if they're misunderstanding, has a problem with you. The, well, I don't know because I feel like Randy got <laughs> pulled into a meeting today that was predicated. Well, on that's because the vibe me. check is off. Yeah, the vibes are off. I don't give a shit. Fire me, <laughs> like you. I don't care. Your the vibes of the entire thing are off for me. I'm I'm in a a pool of of constant existential dread about the state of. The, the absolute state of things. And like, and so just in general, like the state of everything beyond jobs, pick whatever scope you want. But if we're discussing is the, it life, yes, but also scope to the job, uh, on you its own right? merits. You, you doing all right? Are you okay? Yeah. I just you told should, you no. Maybe you should, maybe you should change, <laughs> change your medication. Maybe this Ritalin isn't the right Ritalin for you. I'm, I've not, I've done no drugs today. 
Since since uh, you've been on Riddle and you've been less vibey than I've ever seen you. Yeah, but I've been getting uh, more done. Have you? Have you though? Yeah. Do you want to share my screen? No. That's not the scope of this conversation right now. The scope of this conversation is what is the album on display? What is uh, over my left shoulder? Is that a hint? No, it's not a hint, a hint at all. It's uh, um, it's appropriate for the season. Um, our listeners, our listeners will have enjoyed, which you guys have not heard because it hasn't been created yet. But our listeners will have enjoyed a slight remix of the intro music this episode. And uh, it's it's in theme with that. Is it Christmas music? We're gonna have to pay royalties I mean, if you admit to that. No, I you don't no have idea. to. What do you pay royalties to Christ? To to yeah, everybody does. To the Pope? 10 percent of their income, bro. You can create don't original tithe? Christmassy sounding music without paying royalties. You guys know Tithing that. I right? think it's, it's just, just royalties, bro. You just get some bells that go ching 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 and and uh, and a couple like swells of strings and maybe a timpani or two, and you got yourself a Christmas song. You don't have to pay royalties to Christ because all debts have been paid in the blood of exactly. our Lord and Savior. Kind of looks like a um, first aid kit. No, it's one of the most prolific and uh, um, most celebrated folk singers. No, Bob Dylan ever. Phil Collins. Uh, no, I mean, you could you could definitely say that, but Bob, Dylan's, Bob Dylan. He Johnny does have Cash. a Christmas album. Um, folk singers. Johnny Cash is pretty square in the country. In the country, yeah, yeah. I would say more uh, Jethro Tull. Okay, definitely not. They, I mean, they they won best metal album. <laughs> yeah, I've never listened to Jethro Tull. Just the um, name sounds kind of folky. It was a ridiculous award they won it over Metallica, but nonetheless, <laughs> um, no. Think after Bob Dylan. Think of um, the singer songwriter era that was right after Bob Dylan, where it just dominated. Like this is mom rock all the way. Oh, uh, Kenny Loggins. Um, no. Wow, that's I, yacht the rock. He, yeah, the way your face was, it was like I was like so close. No, not even close. I was I was trying to respond like, okay, I don't know if you're you trying know to be nice. This is. <laughs> I have no idea which, who this is. Uh, John Denver. Oh, fucking John Denver. Yeah, yeah Rocky never, Mountain Christmas. I, I know John Denver, but I mm-hmm. I I don't I wouldn't be able to recognize. Yeah, him. John Denver, Rocky Mountain Christmas. It's a, you know, that's that's it. That's the only Christmas album I have. So yeah, wow. Is, <laughs> Is it actually Christmas. Songs, I was gonna like though, say he's, it... he's, he's contemporary with Jim Croce, but I, I didn't. I don't think any of these things was gonna were gonna help you. I can't do, I can't do Christmas music at all. There's really, not, not even yeah. like Mm-mm. Carol the Bells or nope. you know some of the classics. Because you're weak willed. They, I have a very visceral reaction to it. I think it's just <laughs> because it's like just kind of crammed down your throats early November. You know, anywhere you go. This this would be probably a couple songs from this would be exactly that like you'd walk around the mall and you'd hear it and stuff, but there's a um a band called the Rosebuds. It's an indie band and they have a couple Christmas albums that are fantastic that you, you should you should check out. No, I, I won't. There's do also it. She and Him is pretty good. Mm-mm. You know that's the, the, I don't care um, who the band is or it, the second that they start talking about uh, the first Noel <laughs> and Yule tidings, I I'm out. I'm like right. skip. Hey, hey, Google, skip. You can't do it. No. You uh, not ding liking Christmas music dong, ding, is a violation dong. of my religious liberties. You don't <laughs> have any religious liberties. That's not true. I am a 501-3C. Hey, can I vent for a second? Uh, no. I'm, well, I'm going to. It'd be to. pretty hypocritical of me to tell you no. 
I said this. Um, I, said, I think I was would be about a, a violation of your Christmas. Your uh, Christmas. I, I, I was religious liberty. Your Christmas <laughs> liberty. <laughs> I was Sorry. complaining um, at PetSmart today or yesterday. Yesterday, I think it was because you know we've been subjected to these ongoing phishing trolls mm-hmm. from the IT team, and mm-hmm. I just yeah, bad vibes. I. F- yeah, I, I feel that it's no longer a phishing test when it comes from a legitimate Active Directory group with legitimate employees and with Well, I mean, that stuff can be easily spoofed, though. If your Active Directory group is being spoofed, then you have bigger problems than me clicking on Well, yeah, on if PDF. it got through, because yeah, that, that's your... That's yeah, your first... that's what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. Like, you could spoof... I could, I could send... Right now, I could send a... A message from any server that I set up. No, I know from Drew at We Do Crime. No, I know you can as a front, you know, and, but, and it would be now given a good spam filter should to you know check that yeah, and, and exactly. throw it out. But it's like the easiest thing to do in the world. Well, especially the listeners especially need to know that that is not of, an active email address. That's not a real thing. Uh, yeah, I cannot be reached. Especially there. when there's a lot of. Um, <laughs> lot of it stuff we can't disclose our own email addresses on this i mean these are legitimate. i mean when there's a when there's a lot of active it stuff happening throughout the company anyway i think it i think it gets even worse when they're just like oh this is from it at petsmart.com you know Mm -hmm. hover over it and you check all the boxes and you're like all right we're like well we need to make sure you have access to the server so you know follow this procedure and it's like that actually seems pretty legit (laughs) <laughs> you know so if you click you on fell it, for it did you fall for it is that why you're complaining i fell for one oh, fell no, no, no. For it, i didn't fall for this one i, I have fell a perfect for the record one. so far yeah Same i fell me. for the one uh, absolutely it was impenetrable. like it, it was i also like it's also because I, I don't actually read you my miss emails all the ever. shots you don't take carl you miss all the shots you don't take yeah well i the one three months ago it was it was legit the one that we need to have you set up your servers and that's when we were actually doing server stuff and transitioning making sure everybody had credentials and stuff and i'm like yeah okay i hovered over everything and i'm just like all right well yeah it's, well now it's, they're doing the all, whole it's like, all of the it people the safe link the thing group. so it uh, it obfuscates the actual real url and outlook yeah, because they're doing the the really large, you know, the, yeah. the long string. Yeah. Well, one because we use Office three sixty five and SharePoint. You know, those mm-hmm. URLs are long and stupid anyway. So it's like, yeah, this could very at least well they have be SharePoint sh- in them though, because now everything is like Microsoft yeah. SafeLink dot com or something yeah. like that. Either way, like I felt, I fell for the one like three. Man, three he's four fallen for ago. multiple, Drew. Multiple. But I didn't. I didn't this one. No, I only yes. got the one. You wanted to be my latex salesman. No, I don't want to be your latex salesman. The I most the most recent phishing email that I it's got. It's just like they're making me they're making me not trust the IT team is what they're doing. Right. That's, I mean, that's probably a good thing. I, I tried don't. I actually with the funny thing is I said uh I right clicked on it and I said junk block sender and then Outlook was like, You can't block this sender because it's an internal group. Anyway, Drew, you need to just at least start opening your other MacBook or start using it or they're going to send they're or they're going to send the robot dogs to your house. Well, that's going to be legal now as long as they're operating <laughs> under an officially <laughs> mandated It's like a reflex. He can't even do it. He can't an, even like stop himself. An official no, an officially sanctioned police department uh, that is under the purview of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors because they did just vote that their police department is allowed to use robots for lethal force on suspects. One thing I'm, I think I'm not really digging in the, in our podcasts is um, is when we do the, what do you guys want to talk about next? 
And then we'd be like, oh, oh I, don't I know. thought that was a little bit more transparent, kind of fun. I mean, it's fine if you guys. That's why I was leaving it in. If you guys I think you want should to leave this in. It. No, we've got two layers. You no, know, it's cool. <laughs> if you guys want to do it, it's fine. I just like, I don't know. It's, it's certainly just, it's, unprofessional, but uh, yeah, it feels it, it feels almost like a little too too unprofessional. Not that we're taking this too seriously. Well, I was leaving but, it in also because it, it kind of gives hints of what subjects we are proposing to talk about, which might be interesting for some listeners. I don't know. Uh, little little teases of the content, but uh, yeah, I see your perspective. Yeah, yeah it just can, it just feels it. it feels kind of weird because it's like we're talking about something and then all of a sudden it's like so what do you guys want to talk about next fuck the scotus or elon's Neuralink, and it's just kind of like mm. i don't know i just think a better transition would be better maybe we just need to work on it a little bit more i gave you one yeah. you guys are just uh, yeah you just talked over it do you guys see the article about elon musk um firing janitors the genders yeah, yeah. Well, that's very like so then the union <laughs> went on strike you and didn't hear this true really no no, this is new. They went on strike because of a. Uh, uh, they they went on strike he fired because a bunch of the way of them. he fired them. Yeah, he fired a bunch of them, and then the remaining ones went on strike, and then he fired those. Guys. Then he fired those guys. <laughs> How did he? So now there's what? no more. That's okay. <laughs> now there's no more. No more. Uh, there's no more cleaning crew. No more Twitter janitorial services at Twitter right now. That's. I guess there's like nose. a contract. Like he's not. He's not following the. Um, so they had a union agreement, like with. I mean, he's violated so many. Like oh, sure. so many. Yeah, in Europe especially, he's a lot of his firings. It was like, you know, you're you can't do that. Yeah, and a lot of EU yeah. countries don't you usually need to have like a a period of like three months before you can fire somebody. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of regulatory red tape that you have to get through. You can't that should be there. Like they like America has shitty labor. Just like when he demanded everyone show up to you know for code review or whatever, the EU people are like, well. Obviously, this doesn't affect us. This has nothing to do with us because you can't do that. You can't simply. <laughs> you just can't demand people everyone. get on a plane to come see yeah, you, you that, that night. Yeah, I'm sorry, you can't do that. Oh, uh, you're fired. Oh, uh, I can't do that either. Actually, mm, I'm he not. has no clue. You over, don't have uh, as much power as you think you do over here. Yeah, you labor regulations are very strict over there. Yeah. Well, but, very strict. They're, well, they're normal over there. Is what we should yeah. say. Yeah, they're, they're just but, insane over here. But will we see anything? happen to him because of it that's no. probably not no no because no. they they don't really have jurisdiction so they they might try to twitter might be banned across certain countries i just mean you, like but... if he fired a bunch of people let's just say illegally <laughs> what are they going to do about it anything you think fine them big deal yeah slap exactly yep he for care. sure so how do you think this ends do you guys think this ends with a bomb disposal robot Going into like Elon held up with like after. I can't wait for the sound clips that Randy comes up for this one. After a neurotic Ooh. sound clips in anything. Break. <laughs> yeah. For that purpose alone, it should be legal just so we can do that. So we can send a bomb disposal robot. Did you did you see into? Did you see did you see Elon's uh uh Twitter? Well, okay. Did you see Elon's tweet where he was talking about how he? held he felt his yes. dying infant son's last heartbeat <laughs> yes. yeah and then his, his, his and then his, yeah. his ex-wife the, the mother of that child was like no you fucking didn't she's like uh that was that was actually me you were a, a liar and he and then he just like and then there's like a some other exchange and uh she says something like very poignant and he like sent like the little like rolling eyes emojis like you yeah. fucking you yeah somebody somebody else like shit. commented saying like elon bought or paid 44 billion for twitter just so that he he could have like the balls to send a rolling eye emoji to his ex-wife. 
Yeah. There's current Supreme Court case that, you know, obviously the Republican or the conservative nonpartisan justices, uh, they have a war on LGBTQ people. This has been foreshadowed for a little while now. The six conservative justices have already made up their mind. It's pretty obvious. And uh, there's a case right now that is basically a rehash, same legal team behind the the bakery, the, the famous mm-hmm. baker case, the cake maker or whatever that refused to make a cake for a gay wedding. Now we have a web designer basically making the same claim. She is a Colorado-based website designer named Lisa Smith, who is... I think it's actually uh, Lori. Is it Lori? Okay, this uh, The Nation article has Lisa, so Lori Smith, where she hasn't made a wedding website for any gay couples, hasn't been um, asked to make a <laughs> never, website for any. <laughs> no, no, no situation has ever compelled her to do any of that. It's never happened to her. And as far as some of the research Drew has done, uh, has done a, a lot of web design work, a lot of marketing, advertising, you know, uh, type design work and uh, nothing on her website. And, and she actually says right in the case that she's never had a situation where she's had to make one, but... <laughs> she- she in a preemptive I, strike, <laughs> she is suing the state of Colorado based on their anti-discrimination uh, business law, where you cannot discriminate on gender, sex, or sexual orientation. So, as a restaurant owner, for instance, you have to be able to serve you know people of color. You have to be able to serve gay people. You know, it doesn't matter what you say. You just have to do that. So, she is a web designer that is refusing to do websites for gay couples because of her religious freedom. Not refusing, because I think you have to be asked to do something to refuse it. It's not religious freedom, it's freedom of speech. It's freedom of speech based on religious, though. Right. So when you go to her website, it's 303creative.com, which, by the way, does not have any items in its portfolio. Best I can... It's a, it's a WordPress site that uses... Yeah, it does. A, yeah, it does. It has a ton. It just takes forever to load. It says for a complete... Oh, oh, okay. It takes yes. forever See, this is load. what happens when you have long loading times. You get bounces. <laughs> people bounce. People when they're researching yep. you. Okay. So I yes. thought she didn't have any initially as well. I just happened to like sit there for a second. I was like, oh crap, she's got a bunch. Okay. She's got a lot of shitty WordPress designs. Church websites. The, her website itself has bad web vitals. The spacing on some of this stuff is atrocious. We've got a lot of overlap, but... That's like the least of her sins. I will say that when you like look at her contact page, she front loads it with a statement on the lawsuit. And from her own website, the way that she describes the lawsuit is since filing a lawsuit to protect my First Amendment rights in 2016 in array brackets, not parentheses. She says, in 2016, uh, I have been bombarded with many messages about my case. Some have been supportive, but many have been hate-filled and deeply unsettling. I cannot possibly respond to every person who's reached out, but I nevertheless feel compelled to say a few things. And then she goes on to like a bunch of different things about like, oh, how we can disagree civilly and all that kind of stuff. As if she's not for no, like she's upset about people coming after her as if she's not preemptively Mm -hmm. trying to enshrine into law the uh, like a little carve out so that you can discriminate against gay people if you want to. The, I mean, the carve out is going to be used for any, uh, the law is gender, sex, Right, exactly. Race, so you're basically able to push, orientation, because yeah. the, the crux of this case and, and like where this, this case lives or dies essentially, and it, it will live because six of the nine Supreme Court justices oh, are yeah, conservative sure. and completely have already made up their mind 100% on, mm-hmm. on which way this is going, uh, is basically like whether or not this is something where it's a... The question of whether or not it's a free speech protected thing, her not doing uh, like a, a website design for a gay couple's wedding, 
For example, whether or not that is creative expression and therefore free speech issue, or it is a, a status issue where she's discriminated against individual people. So the argument essentially, which is if they didn't have a majority of ideologues that were evil and insane and depraved and, and out of the Heritage Foundation, it would be extremely difficult for any reasonable person to separate in their minds the idea of making a, gay, a website for a gay person and making a website for a wedding for a gay person's. The idea that like you can separate those two things where you have a gay couple who needs a, a wedding website and so they want their wedding website done and you can say, well, no, I'm not discriminating against the gay people. I'm discriminating against the idea of gay people's wedding. And that's her distinction, yeah. Right, which is insane. And, and obviously, like, the motivation is clear. The justices, like, and the, the lawyers for the ADF, which is that law firm that also did the case with the, the bakery, they make these arguments, these weird hypotheticals. We're like, well, it's like asking a black carpenter to make a cross for a KKK rally. Which is completely irrelevant because right. a, a member of the KKK is not an immutable characteristic. That's not a protected status. Yeah. It's not a protected status. And it's not something that you can't change, which is the crux of this entire argument as far as these six conservative justices. They don't believe that you're born gay. That's uh, no, no article is going to say that. No, no uh, hot take is going to claim that. But I, right now, am saying mm -hmm. that straight up. No, that's that is the, that's the real crux of it, because every comparison they make is to someone that can change their status. And anytime someone tries to make a relevant argument to another immutable um, characteristic, such as being black, then they reject that argument. Right. And it's bullshit. Yeah. It's absolutely bullshit. I think it bugs me a lot when people like Lori use their faith as a as a crutch for doing hate, hateful shit. You know, and they put and they put it in there like based up because of my faith. You do stuff that goes against your faith. Like I like in my examples here, like be, like she, she has a thing on on her website, like why I create. And the last lines in there is like because of my faith. However, I am selective about the messages that I create or promote. While I will serve anyone, I am always careful to avoid communicating ideas or messages or promoting events, products, services, or organizations that are inconsistent with my religious beliefs. This is right next to a picture of her wearing mixed fabrics and having tattooed arms. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. They're allowed to like just pick and choose shit like out of their face. Yeah, I mean, you know? that's the it, thing. The the like I it mean, drives me crazy. It's like okay, well then you should be fucking stoned right now. I, I yeah, like according yeah. to your faith, you should be stoned. So uh, let's let's just go fucking find her and stone her and be like, whoa, 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 religious freedoms. I'm allowed to stone her. Like it's just fucking stupid. If I said I had a, like a religious objection to like people named uh, or people that chose to have like tattoos, uh, which is a, a thing that you could change. Uh, or if I, you know, a person named Lori, which is a, technically a, a thing that you could change. Or then, you know, if I said, okay, actually you can't have it if it's eye color or if it's, you know, anything that she is, of course, like she'd probably be kind of upset about that. But the whole mm -hmm. like thing with, with the religious freedom, like you said, Carl, is a, is a crutch is, and this has always been true of these types of things, but I think that this also manifests itself specifically and acutely in more modern evangelical Christian expression, because there's this idea that like, oh, well, it's not organized religion. It's not all of these sets of rules and everything. It's really just about finding your own personal relationship with it. Mm -hmm. And so that it basically just gives them the justification to pick and choose. But what it ends up actually meaning is that you just believe whatever you want to believe. And as much as you're entitled to do that, it kind of makes it worse when your justification for that is that you think that the all-powerful 
creator of the universe is promoting that in you essentially oh i feel convicted about yeah. these things i feel and uh yeah that, it's like god god gave me the creative gifts that are expressed through this business which is why i hate the gays it's like what the fuck like come on getting beyond her hypocrisy and her bad faith yeah. <laughs> um argument against uh <laughs> bad faith, against faith argument yeah exactly it's not even a true use of the the, the term bad faith the legal precedent here is just in a crock of shit. Yeah. So all the yeah. conservative justices are arguing that basically that she's not either A, discriminating against an amenable characteristic, or B, to Drew's point, is only discriminating against the act of marriage and not the actual sexual orientation. So she's not against gay people. She's just she's, the, the, the actual event of marriage. Yeah, the content, not the status. Or C, that what she's actually doing is her own personal freedom of expression. All three of those are bold-faced fucking lies, and I'll go through them at one at a time. Please. I'll start with C, her freedom of expression. As a designer, especially a marketing-oriented brochureware, whatever, you are not expressing your own artistic integrity. You are not Van Gogh. You are expressing a client's needs. Preach. A Church. client tells you what their logo should look like. And you try to make it look as good as you can possibly make it look. That's not your logo. It's not your business name. It's not your tagline. Even if it is your tagline that you came up with, it's inspired by what the client persona is or what their characteristics that they want to put forward. It is at best a collaborative effort. At worst, it's actually the client completely driving everything. It is a service or a product that you're being paid to produce. And if you make an argument that this is actually your own personal expression, then that same argument should extend to the chef that's cooking you up some pancakes. And that chef right now, if you're black or if you're gay, they have to serve you. Precedent has been set that you as yeah. a black or gay person or whatever, as an immutable um, characteristic, a protected class enters a restaurant, you have to be served. You cannot be refused. They can come and call you the N-word to your face, but they have to serve you. Right. Yeah. And that's the law. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. It doesn't matter if you're hypocritical about those beliefs. The law is you have to serve. And her expression here in design is no different than a tailor or a chef or anyone else that's just putting things together that someone has asked for. She's not Van Gogh. She's not like Michelangelo. All right. That's point C, but you guys can come Rain, off. Rain is going to be. <laughs> we're all we're all in this industry, right? Mm-hmm. We know we know how it works. I don't right? want to be we know associated how, with this person's work. I no, but listen, we know <laughs> we know how it works. We're like, not the same. She's doing this. Like, why is she even doing this? Like, why? Because why the ADF is, fucking reached out to her. No, because because the ADF. No, 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 listen, let, because, let me oh, finish. Conservative though. think tanks fund these types of projects, and they go mm-hmm. and they find people that are willing to be uh, like yep. martyrs for the cause, essentially. Yep. All right, because because basically, like, if that isn't the case, it just boggles my mind because, like, you can have these beliefs, right? Right. It's fine. She let's just say she has these beliefs. If a gay couple or wanted her to create a website for them, the first thing they're going to do is have a meeting about what needs what they want, and and then she's going to decide if she has the quote bandwidth to do it. Yeah. It's such an easy thing to be like, I'm so sorry. I I, I am don't completely have the opposed. To, I'm completely opposed to your marriage. And that would be the end of the conversation. They'll go on yeah. to another web designer. That's not the point. The point is the ADL, or is that, it can't be the ADL. ADF, right? ADF. The anti, it's the ADF. ADF. That's a, no, the ADF, which <laughs> is a conservative think tank funded fucking. ADF. Can you do me a favor? Are you, can you pull up the website and, and mouse over the media inquiries button at the bottom and check out what that links to? 
for her for yeah for for three hundred three creative dot com. She okay. so this is a this is literally to me a front for like a conservative project to like just completely yeah I I, I fu- fully believe that this entire thing is oh bullshit. at adflegal.org. yeah so if you yeah. if you like were to go to like do media inquiries like there the ADF legal is all over the website itself. Right. So yeah. this is not so much. I mean, she's not I'm, real. She's not a real designer. She, she no, she believes in, and maybe she, she like, there's some plausible deniability. Like, oh, she knows she does creative stuff, like whatever. But the, her main thing, like she, what she has existed to do since at least 2016 is be a figurehead, it, it be a project for the ADF and for the conservative movement to roll back. You'll also notice that she started the, she, she said that she filed who uh, a lawsuit to protect her first amendment rights in 2016. Do you remember what else happened in 2016? Um, the marriage equality president no marriage, oh, okay. marriage equality passed so she in response yes. to seeing the fact that gay people could get married now decided to take it upon herself or was reached out to by the adf or, or some sort of meetup happened there where they were like well you know what like let's as a part of our broader strategy you're a web designer like maybe this case will stick maybe this case will help us fucking roll this shit back so this the genesis of this was a reactionary response to marriage equality passing it was not to somebody violating her First Amendment right. It was not somebody like asking her to do something she wasn't comfortable with doing. To Carl's point, she has a million ways out of that if she wants out of it. Mm-hmm. It is fuck gay people. I don't yeah, think they should be allowed sure. to get married. Just like the bakery. Exactly. It's exactly it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's a follow-up. It's 2018. They tried it. It, it kind of fell through because the conservatives didn't have a, a, a majority at that point. And yeah, they just pivoted and it, to it's this. So, it's so disgusting that they couch it in this, um, this fight for freedom. When the only yeah. thing they're trying to do is take away freedoms from other people. Mm-hmm. Randy, what was your point? Well, and the hilarious part about it is how do these justices not see the obvious loopholes that they're going to create? They don't give a shit. Because you can guarantee that it's the Church of project. Satan is going to start designing websites and refusing to do it for Christians, or racists are going to start refusing to do it for black people. And you, the exact same freedom of speech, expression, whatever argument is going to stand. And then what are you going to do? Right. You're just going to sit on your hands because you don't care. No, they like, don't give they a shit. Care. This is a political project. The actual like circumstances of these cases and their results and their outputs and what ends up happening because of the decisions that they make are completely immaterial to them. They do not give a shit. It is a political project. That's this is these are the things that the Heritage Foundation fucks were put on that bench to do, and they are mm-hmm. they are fulfilling their mission exactly. Yep. What was your point B? <laughs> oh, I, I forget now. I, well, I mean, point B, the, the, okay, one of them is the immutable characteristics, which is, I've already pointed that out. It's the conservatives believe that gayness is a choice. And that's pretty obvious by a lot of these arguments that they've mm-hmm. extended. Um, some of the things that Tom, Thomas has said, Alito has said, it's, it, it's obvious that they are, the comparisons that they're making are, again, KKK or... I forget some of the other ones, but essentially like things that you can choose to do. You can choose to put on the white hood and be a racist or whatever. It's always, it's never compared well, to things like- Well, there are also not classes like, of people that are discriminated against or protected by existing civil rights legislation. They never make the analogy of just a black person. Right. Like it's, it's, it would be a simple thing to say, okay, would this allow, a few of the liberal judges made a uh, argument as far as, well, would this open the door to discriminate against mixed race marriages? Mm-hmm. And- they're like, oh no, 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 you know, they, they just kind of change the subject really, really. Yeah, quick. but they're lying because they, that's not that's not sacred to them either. They'll fuck, they'll fuck that shit. Yeah, right and up. they don't care, even though Clarice Thomas is in a, a, yep. a mixed race marriage. Yep. 
in the majority opinion for the case where they overturned Roe, they mentioned the fact that they would soon be coming after precedent. Um, one of those precedents being the case that protected uh, interracial marriage. Yeah, but that, that was a privacy argument specifically. Sure. But I mean, but it's still it's all part of the same project. Like the actual they're, they're not interested in like making sure that all of like the precedent is sound and that they find like the true interpretation of the founders or that they end up creating like the most sustainable framework for future generations against which to to adjudicate they don't like gay people and they don't yeah, it's particularly exactly, yeah. like people that aren't white mm-hmm. or poor or women one of the precedents as that was pointed out um by a liberal justice was the military recruitment in schools i don't know if you guys read that it was a roberts thing yeah. right? mm-hmm. it was roberts the one who actually pointed it out no i think it was roberts that wrote that the like the hypocritical decision on that okay where is that for the listeners essentially the uh Argument is schools were trying to make a, a very similar free speech argument to not allowing military recruiters to come in and take a room and and mm-hmm. basically recruit. They're trying to say that that violated their free speech rights, and the Supreme Court turned down the school because they argued that there was no freedom of expression, there was no uh, you know artistic integrity, basically. There was no speech to the school. They weren't being forced to to take a side, essentially, with mm-hmm. uh, as a yeah. pro-military side. He basically um, said that allowing them on campus was not endorsing their speech. There we go, exactly. And that, and, uh, you know- Which and is that totally ha- false, because they actually had to send out emails essentially yeah. endorsing their being present on campus and do you want me to recruiting? read this the section of this article from the nation sure um yeah so just for attribution it's the article in the nation by uh, ellie missile titled the supreme court has officially launched its war on lgbtq rights a few paragraphs down is where they they start talking about uh the, the case that we are referring to so the 2000 i'll paraphrase it there's a 2006 case uh, it's called rumsfeld versus the forum for academic and institutional rights incorporated so there were many law schools. There were uh, this was also like the context for this was that the military had implemented their don't ask, don't tell discriminatory policy against gay people, essentially, where it's like you can't express yourself. You can't self-identify as gay in, if, as long as you're in the military. And so like the law schools did not want to let the military recruiters in. And because the the schools, the argument for the schools was that it forced the them to compel, it forced them to compel or to comply with a pro-military message, which was a violation of the school right to free speech and free association. Uh, John Roberts, who said, no, basically, you have to let the military into your school, said that it's not an endorsement of the speech of the recruiters, but the schools had to let them in or that actually would be like a violation of like the recruiter's speech, essentially, Mm -hmm. which, of course, John Roberts is somebody that (laughs) is uh, against this particular bill or or, or is in favor of not Mm -hmm. compelling or basically allowing the web designer to discriminate on the basis of of uh, same sex, and for some reason he feels differently about it now than when it was like the military. Of course, yeah, it's honestly kind of trite to like point out the hypocrisy in the context of like with the knowledge that they're not actually like it, it is all completely cynical. Like it is yeah. literally just it is the same people that fund the ADF to bring the lawyers and the cases to this bench are the same people that put the people on the bench that are going to vote in favor of those lawyers. And that is the system that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's completely it's rotten to the up. core. And uh, it's been, you know, basically like it's allowed that entire institution, which has never been particularly good. I think it's 
mostly overhyped throughout the, like all of its history. But now it's just laid bare how disgusting and completely, completely like self-indulgent. And it's not even about it being like partisan versus nonpartisan, right? Like it's, there's, it's, it, it is basically allowed so much of this country to be hijacked by religious extremists, essentially. Yeah. I don't know if it was a, if it was Kagan or Sotomayor, Sotomayor um, who was quoted saying that this would be the first time, first precedent, first time in the history of the Supreme Court where they actually had a judgment go against freedoms of uh, uh, sexual orientation, um, gender, and race. Mm-hmm. So great. That's awesome. Fantastic. I love it. Maybe we'll all be surprised. No, we're not going to be surprised. I know, but, but maybe we will. <laughs> I think we should end on uh, this New York Times article that you sent, uh, Randy, where Alito uh, makes a joke, tries to start starts to make a joke, and then pulls up when he realizes that he's like flying too close to the sun. Sure. How do, how, how do you want to do it? Because I know you wanted to like set it up or something. I don't know. Um, Carl, do you have it open? The New York Times one. Yeah. Yeah, it's Alito teases Kagan about dating sites and black children and KKK outfits. Oh yeah, I have it open. Do you want to start at uh, the slightly awkward moment came? Would you just give us a reading? The slightly awkward moment came as Justice Alito asked Eric R. Olson, Colorado's Solicitor General, to consider an example involving JDate.com, an online service aimed at matching Jewish singles. Quote, an unmarried Jewish person asks a Jewish photographer to take a photograph for his JDate dating profile. It's a dating service, I gather, for Jewish people. Justice Alito began. It is, jumped in Justice Kagan, who is Jewish. Laughter filled the room as Justice Alito continued, All right, maybe Justice Kagan will also be familiar with the next website I'm going to mention. So next, a Jewish person asked a Jewish photographer to take a photograph for his AshleyMadison.com dating profile. (laughs) AshleyMadison.com is a dating website marketed at would-be adulterers. Laughter swelled again, and Justice Alito cut himself off saying, I'm not suggesting that. I mean, she knows a lot of things. I'm not suggesting he trailed off before resuming his question to Mr. Olson. Okay, does he have to do it? <laughs> the answer, de- <laughs> no, that's the answer a- depends on... Oh, is that it? I mean, that's really it. Where he basically he basically was like, oh, yeah, uh, here's a website. You know that. Uh, th- this Jewish person knows what that is. Oh, maybe he also knows about the one for people that are cheating. Oh, uh, just kidding. I, I did, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean to... Oops. I just thought that, that was, I thought that was really funny. What point was, was he trying to, was Alito? I don't know. I don't know. Cause that's the crazy yeah. thing. Cause he was basically like, Oh, it was a photographer. It was yeah. if a yeah. photographer, a portrait photographer took a portrait for J date versus Ashley Madison. What? Like that. See, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. These they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Examples. They don't. These like, hypotheticals it, are so stupid. His, Cause like the, the, the horrifyingly like tortured comparison he was trying to make here is basically like, well, you know, Jewish people who have an objection to cheating, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess, like, that's the argument to like adultery. These examples are, these examples are terrible. They're dog shit. So if there's a black Santa at the other end of the mall, Justice Alito said, and he doesn't want to have his picture taken with a child who's dressed up in a Ku Klux Klan, the this black Santa has idiot. to what do that. What the fuck are you talking about? No, Mr. Olson said, because unlike race or sexual orientation, wearing Ku Klux Klan outfits is not a protected characteristic under so-called public accommodations laws. They try to like, make this these guy's like, on inflammatory the fu- comparisons. I don't have the minutes for the actual case, but I mean, I, I'm hoping that some liberal justice made the example of like, okay, what if a black guy wants to marry a white woman and can can another web designer refuse to yeah, do can, the can wedding? Can Lori say no? I don't can Lori re- say no to that? Like, what do you guys say reason, to that? Yeah. 
I'm hoping that someone did, but every single time I've ever listened to like the minutes or um, the synopsis of some case, like no one actually points out the most obvious fucking example that's completely relevant to the situation. Right, because like, the the only thing that you can do with this, basically, like if you, if, if for, and nobody's really on the fence about this, like everyone, everyone in the fucking country has their mind made up on this. Um, and one of them is correct, which is us, and one of them is not. The the <laughs> the idea that the idea that you're gonna like win hearts and minds with these like situations. So so the only thing that you can do with your hypotheticals is basically like try to make people associate it with hypotheticals that are advantageous to you. And I think the fact that the hype like just look at whose hypotheticals are more unhinged and insane to yeah. like to guide uh if if you are for some reason on the fence about like whether or not gay people should be allowed to expect the same services from public or from from companies that operate in in the public sphere as uh as straight people if for some reason you just don't know whether or not that's a, a good thing or not just use that as your guidestone who sounds more mm-hmm. fucking insane this type of stuff frustrates me so much though because of the what exactly are the justices or laws or any any of this actually trying to accomplish within society Nothing. you know obviously it's it, it's it's morals it's moral guardrails right it's it's you know you can't murder you can't do this you can't steal whatever yeah but i thought jesus said that kyle rittenhouse for instance coming out of that situation is that the behavior you really want to influence like yes vigilantes should pick up arms go into situations that are like insane already and then be able to just shoot people because they get scared. Like that's the behavior that you want. And because yeah, I mean, you 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 crazy. follow that case, and it's like okay, it's on the fence. Like this could go either way. Like I'm not trying to say that he was definitely in the wrong. Even though I mean, I do believe that he was in the wrong, but he should be in prison. That's my official. When you're when you're on the fence, when like the nation is on on the fence, go down with a judgment that's influencing the behavior that you want out of society, which is don't pick up a goddamn gun and go into a situation and shoot people. You know, don't do that. Yeah. Right. And this is exactly the same thing in my mind. Like, what are you trying to influence? Because all you're gonna do is open the gates to. A website designer or a baker or a restaurateur, you know, some master chef or whatever but to like refuse to serve That is the behavior no, that these they, they, people no, oh, do beyond want. Beyond that, yeah. beyond that, Drew, to, to, to refuse to, to serve Christians or to refuse to serve white people no, or to refuse to they, serve white men. No, like but that's, they know, that's what you're opening the door for. But, but they, they, they know that that, that won't happen. That keeps, no, they also yeah, want well, that to happen because it'll keep all of us fighting each other. Yeah, that's the, and that is that really the influence? And yes, that will happen because the satanic church will step in and start. The, I love them. They'll they'll, they'll yeah. start fucking. They'll start trolling, and it'll they'll, be great. They'll start fucking, <laughs> but, the, but love, as yes. they do. But no, right but there. The, 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 fuck, no, man. because because the, like the satanic this church, like fucks. all those people, like those those places come out. Like most of those people, like yeah, they may say you can't, uh, you know, if you if you believe certain things or like whatever, like we won't serve you or or whatever. But at the end of the day. The driving force for the majority of like the hatred and the vitriol and the uh, like discriminate discrimination is these people. Like they know that like the left, like or the, as as much as it even exists in this country, like liberals by and large, those people are not going to do the same things to them. The conservative people in this country, they, like, they claim that it's always they're the persecuted class. That's right? what I'm saying, but that's because they're projecting. They're doing the persecution, and so of course, like it's, it makes it way easier if you constantly are in the news about like how hard it is to be a conservative and how like 
oh, like it's just you know, everybody cancel culture is so bad. Like you can't even say the N word anymore without everybody being mad at you. If you can keep it in a place where like, oh, you're always the victim, like you only have to do that if you're not actually the victim of anything. Because if they actually had good examples, they would be able to use them. Uh, and I agree with you for the most part. But inevitably, what's going to happen is someone is going to challenge it. Someone is going to not serve a black person or or just troll and just not serve a Christian or what have you. And it's going to be another up the ranks and go through the federal courts and it'll appear in the Supreme but Court. There's and no, have to but there's no left everything. ADF. There's no ADF on the left. It, it, it'll happen. And there's there, no- there are. I mean, the, there are people the, that protect human rights, but there are, there's, there's like, like there are like, um, like I the mean, anti-def- ADL could take up this case. Like someone could refuse to, to serve a Jewish person and they're no, no, like, no. okay, no, but they yeah, wouldn't, they it. wouldn't take up, they wouldn't take up cases of somebody who's like, like refusing to, they would not take up, they would not support somebody who's refusing to serve a Christian or a white person. There's no money backing that. No, but they, the NAACP will, will, uh, pick up, you know, someone refusing to serve a black person. But that's all, the but that's all defense. ADL. That's all defense. But it's just it's just a matter of time before that just reaches right back up, and then we're right, we're arguing this case exactly at the exact same situation, but it's just a different group that's being discriminated against. But I, but I I don't agree with that because I think that the fundamental like political structure in the way that the money works in this country is that there is there is money in uh like supporting cases on the offense, like trying to roll back these protections. There is no money. There is no like logistical support. There is no organized. There's no heritage foundation on the left. There's nobody playing offense. For the left, you know what I mean. Like, there's nobody that's like that are like doing these culture war cases. At least, I mean, They're, I would, I would, I would argue that the Southern Poverty Law Center, the the ADL, the who, who's making who's making money on supporting the restaurant owner that's trolling people by not serving like white people and taking that all the way to the Supreme Court. That's that is just a straight up troll. And I, that's I, what I'm I saying. But you, you don't. There. But that's and so that might end up happening. But that does not get the same like that does not that will not have the same impact as. As these types of cases, no, that but I, specific but you're right, thing. You're right. It, it'll get it'll get press, it'll get yeah. coverage, but it, and just that alone might get some precedent, get get something get something going. Yeah. Um. The point I'm trying to make is that all this is doing is just wasting everyone's time because it's not going to stand. And here we are wasting your time, listener. The moral zeitgeist of the nation is most people. The lion's share of the United States of America is for gay marriage. You're yeah. you're not going to change that. Just like the majority of Americans are for abortion with certain, you know, restrictions here and there. But for the most part, the majority the, of people did not majority. support are not supporting like the courts, the, the court's interpretation. Right yeah, exactly. Like the, the Roe v. Yeah. Wade. They're not. They're certainly not going to support a decision like this. So all you're doing is just churning out this stupid precedent that's just going to end up getting overturned. And it might take a decade, but it will. And it's just like, why? What are we even doing? Like you guys, you guys lost the culture war. It's done. It's over with. What are we doing? Well, now they're just, they're taking their ball and going home. Yeah. It's, it's just, they're, they're trying to reshape the, the country in this like twisted image that's, it's never going to last. Like the only way this makes sense is if culture is like downstream from Supreme Court decisions, which is not true yeah, at all. It's, it's the, not. It's the all. other way around. Yeah. It's the it opposite. It's completely the other way around. Yeah. So. It'd be like in the civil rights era. If the Supreme Court passed like more restrictive Jim Crow laws, yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, no, I, like it's this insane. is the opposite of the it's, direction that we're going. What is happening? It's basically right like now? how far can we disassociate the people in power 
from the people that they were in power of like how which really how, how big I'm, of a how how much can we get away with in terms of like and, and which which is actually even more terrifying when you think about it because that means that the actual power structure is getting so far removed yeah just like in, income inequality really just like the the top one percent is getting so far removed from the common person that it's like the things that like Alex Jones talks about and stuff, yeah. you know, like, but Which, in a completely different way. They're so removed. So much of this stuff, like how, like that sheer gap, like the income inequality mm -hmm. gap, like we, I think we've mentioned this before, but it's wider now than it was right before the French Revolution. But, mm -hmm. and so like the Gilded Age, yeah. all else, all else considered, this would be conditions that would be ripe for some sort of like re revolutionary action on some level or another. But, uh, but, because of the fact that like everyone's got their the bottom of the hierarchy of needs pyramid more or less accounted for like the the the, the critical there is a critical mass of the country that has something to lose like that is what mitigates anything like that and so we've we've and, and you know of course there's like other extenuating factors like technology and like atomization and just the fact that like all like we're in a, like a post relationship world uh, where everything is completely transactional, so you can't actually organize meaningfully. All of these things basically are, are pushing back against that. So I don't know like when one outweighs the other again, but it kind of mm -hmm. feels like they're trying to find the line. They, they are. It's like they're trying to find the bottom. Right. How far can we pull away from the moral center, the the, the moral zeitgeist of, of the country? How far can we like take this thing? And, and Biden is just like barely harm reduction. Everything is just like pulling away, even though the left won and, and you know, it, or the, the red wave never happened or what have you. It's still so separate. And See, there's so, about, the, about the 40, 40 quotes around the left there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like for, the, for our listeners. The, the, it's just so ridiculously separate from what your average person actually believes in. I mean, it's got, there, there has to be. There's like there reality, reality is like completely distorted. And that I think is mm -hmm. one of the most defining traits about like American politics. Like I even put air quotes around politics when you say American politics, because it's not, it's sports, it's entertainment and any type of actual pushback. You do see like a pretty swift response because like they are just like kind of like, you know, walking up to the line and seeing what they can take from you. You can push back, but most people, you know. They, they don't like they, but most of these people in power, like it is one, it's for me, like it's kind of one big bluff, right? Like it's, it's one big, like, what can we do? And like, how can we structure these things? And how can we like distort reality and perception in such a way that benefits our class of people, you know, the, the centers of, of wealth and power, political or economic in this country. And honestly, like people that say uh, they want the government, like one of the, I remember one of the big refrains for Trump was like, oh, he's going to get in there. He's going to run. America like a business. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, the implicit thing there or the the what they people want that to mean is that he's doing like spreadsheets and P&Ls and he's balancing the budget or that dumb boring shit, which nobody actually cares about. They just pretend to care about it. But the government is being run as a business. And like any good modern business, it's mostly PR. <laughs> it's mostly marketing. And, you know, we, we can talk all day long about our freedoms and our constitutional rights and what have you. But those all take a back seat when you step into the into your office into yeah. your factory, oh, in America into your, America yeah. is doing uh, the the we're all one big family thing of yeah, corporate democracy America. does yeah. not exist in the walls of corporate America you have a king that king is or a queen that is the CEO of your company 
or president or yeah, whatever. You can't forget the girl bosses that are also no exploiting votes. you. There's no votes at all. Whatever the girl or boy boss wants to do is what happens. There's no freedom. You sit there where you, you are sat where you're going to sit and you work for the time that you're going to work. And I don't know, hopefully you get bathroom breaks. Hopefully you, you, you get to leave the office once in a while or, or maybe you even lucked out and you get to work from home, but... Well, congratulations. Congratulations. You get to work from home. Now the walls, you, the walls of corporate America that you mentioned are also your house's walls. And in fact, the walls of corporate America of America have expanded uh, to be every building you ever set foot in and also every public space you set foot in. It doesn't even stop there. Like me and my wife are having a conversation this morning. I mean, this is, this is school. This is what, yep. you're, what your kids are getting prepared for. Yeah, they, they, they go to school for six, seven, eight hours a day. And then they're expected to come home and do like maybe an hour or two what are we, what, what exactly are we, are we normalizing here? Right. Work after hours. That's what we're normalizing. We're, we're normalizing, you know, always being connected, always answering the email on your phone, what have you. This is, this is since the yeah. dawn of, of Bible study, essentially, we're, we're creating these structures where we're just normalizing cogs in the machine and, and good worker bees. Of, of course, school is going to transform and look more and more like work corporate America because school originally looked like your job at the factory. Some of the origins were Bible study, but but still, I mean, it's the same exact thing. And then it, you know, pivoted with during the industrial revolu- industrial revolution. As far as the curriculum, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. We talk until we're blue in the face about freedom and freedom and freedom, and there is no freedom yeah. with uh, corporate America. Uncle Sam uh, doth protest too much. There's no democracy. I mean, there's no. There's yeah, fuck, no yeah, fuck off about democracy. You don't get a vote. Like, for fucking what? Like, they just yeah. laugh in your face. What do you yeah. mean a vote for what? Yeah, exactly. All right. Could you imagine if like every corporation opened up like votes for every major decision that they made? Well, no, no, Randy, people, you, if you have stock in the company, you can vote. It's you vote with yeah. your wallet. You is If you have yeah. yeah, the original thing where it's like, no, I mean, because of the fact, this is the crazy thing. And then I think we should leave because I think Carl's about to pass out. But yeah, no, the, Carl's like, I'm like, so done. The, I am so done. The like <laughs> voting, like one of the original ideas for voting, and I think, I don't even know how long this went, but like was basically that you're, you had basically as many votes as you had a- acres of land. And yeah, like, obviously yeah. that's fucking stupid. That's feudalism. That's essentially like, of course, that's a recipe. For yeah. You're just recreating. Energy. Yeah. The, the Lord. But that's, we, we just basically like, all we did was delay barely that happening. Like, of course, capital is going to continue to accumulate and therefore power will accumulate and capital will then accumulate from that, that garnered power. This is just one manifestation of that where the, in terms of like publicly traded company and like shareholders and everything, it's like, that is literally just voting with how much money you have. And mm-hmm. because corporate America owns more and more of public resources, uh, half of like corporate money comes from government contracts, from your tax dollars, uh, from subsidies, things that you used to have more control over, things that used to be done for cheaper. Now they're ran under the profit incentive, controlled by whoever has the most money, which means that you are controlled by whoever has the most money. And episode 13. That's episode 13. <laughs> speaking speaking of that, though, talk to, did you guys look at that comment about that game victoria oh, yeah. victoria three players think communism is too overpowered oh i love it that's the best <laughs> got a nerf, nerf communism. yeah one, one redditor summarized their take with the title current communism meta is overpowered capitalist play styles they suggest are too inefficient the bosses at the top of victoria three capitalist societies get high pay while workers get very low pay 
But in Victoria 3 communist economy, the worker cooperatives ensure that all capitalist wealth is turned over to the workers. As a result, their high purchasing power allows them to spend more on the, on the economy, which increases economic demand. This leads to higher living standards, which attracts more immigration. Another big boost. It's just so easy, the player concludes. Yeah, it's just, honestly capitalists like- are freaking so dumb, though. I mean, the best economy we ever had was when income inequality was at its lowest. Of course, like, a fucking course, a fucking course. That's so obvious. You actually pay your employees a fair wage. They will spend more money in the economy. So fucking including weird. your it's so store. Weird. It's so fucking it's like, weird. What how are that we works. doing? Yeah, no, it's just everyone, everyone, everyone has their own little fucking goals and their own little tasks. And it's when you're at that level, it's you got to have your quarter over quarter growth. And if you don't have your quarter over, so literally everybody is on autopilot. And this is just, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tie it back to the fucking policies that I have to work with every day from the IT team. Everybody is just doing <laughs> what they feel like they're supposed to do in a vacuum, not stopping to think about what the fuck is going on or how it impacts anybody else or how it all fits together. Everyone's just doing their own little thing and. That's why we're here. We're here because people won't let me use my fucking computer that I want to use. Because beside the computer that you want to use, as far as, you know, the best economy that we had was when inequality was at its uh, close, you know, closest gap or whatever. Um, The key phrase there is the best economy. Like no one, none of these fucking people, none of these CEOs, no Elon Musk cares about the actual economy. They don't care about that. They care care about their their economy. Wealth. Yeah. Their their own personal wealth. They don't care how good the country's doing or the world's doing or anything like that. All they care about is their bank account. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. to and hell the, with the least thing else. they care about is you. Episode thirteen. While you guys were talking about the Satanic Temple, I actually went and bought a shirt from the Satanic Temple. They're a great organization. It's good. I know. Yeah, they are. Yeah. We're not selling anybody's data. Now watch this drive. I have a son. He's 10 years old. He has computers. He is so good with these computers. We're not selling anybody's data. Now watch, now watch this drive.